The worst part about this next distiller that we interviewed is that I can't get the name right. This is the third time that we've tried to record this. And I keep on saying Rolling Rock because, well... Which, which is a mediocre beer. Which is a mediocre beer. But you know what? What it's not mediocre is Rolling River Spirits based in Portland. Yeah. Um, Rolling River, we were impressed with because it's this multi-generational um, family distillery. And we don't always see that. I mean, there are a lot of family distilleries, but, um, you know, you have dad, you have son, you have a wife, you have you have, you have everybody involved yeah. um, in making, um, you know, I actually haven't, we haven't been able to pin down a number for the total um, amount of spirits they have because I yeah. looked on their website and it looked like it was current. They got Moonshine, Aquabeat. Um, Multiple yeah. types of Aquabeat. Yes, yes. Which is, if you're doing Aquavit right, you will have multiple types of Aquavit, you know, depending on the year or time of the year. And then, so what's the, what's the thing there? The um, it just has to do with what's coming in and out of season. Yeah, Caraway oh. is, yeah. is is the base. Uh, so that's at least fifty percent. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's fifty percent or if it's just a certain percent. You know, I think I remember him talking about this on the podcast. So yeah, we'll you let, should probably listen to that. Not our ramblings. What the the stiller speak for himself. So go ahead and sit back and pour yourself a glass of your favorite spirit and enjoy our interview with Rolling River Spirits. So you guys started in 2011? Uh, yeah, paperwork started back in 20, 2011. Good way to couch that. Yeah, because it's permits, uh, all the <laughs> yeah. construction. We actually didn't start... Uh, serving spirits over the counter till 2014. Okay. So early, so just over three years now. Wow. That's and you guys have, have done. I mean, you started in that same building. Uh, yeah, same location. Wow. Uh, it started out pretty empty, but it's overflowing now. So we have uh, uh, a lot of things going on. Right on. Yeah. I mean, a question Doug usually asks, but I'll I'll get to it before <laughs> he does. Is like what what were you just sitting around one day and thought I'm going to get rich and wealthy. Started a distillery. Ha uh-huh, ha, that's funny, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I spent uh, 35 years in the semiconductor R&D, okay. so plasma chemistry, uh-huh. the mechanics of it, uh, the chemistry of it, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son is actually the master distiller. I'm uh-huh. just an intern, uh-huh. an old guy. <laughs> uh, but uh, we decided, you know, hey, let's do something as a family. So yeah. let's do a brewery. Wait a minute. Brewery's kind of like Starbucks, one on every corner. Not that I don't go to Starbucks. I do. Uh, but uh, then we thought winery. Oh, five years to find out your plants are no good. Then we said, hey, distillery. We all like to drink. Yeah. You drink when times are down. You drink when times are up. So, yep. so we sell them. So we're distilling. Yeah, right on. Yeah, my family's from the south, so there's a little bit of that in the blood anyway that I know of. And, uh, <laughs> so it wasn't hard to pick it up. Excellent. It just came naturally. So, so how long do you guys distill before... Going real, never, never. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we've heard that before. Yep. <laughs> Just in case feds are listening. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> so you've got. Let's see. Well, you're on your way to getting your organic certification. Uh, we're working on it. We're right now, right now. A lot of our supplies are organic. If we can make it that way, okay. if we can get it from an organic supplier, uh, we get some suppliers that are organic, but they're, but they're not certified. Okay. Uh, and to do the distillery, uh, to do a distilled a distillery as an organic. Uh, classification is pretty complex, and it would actually just we'd have to move into a different facility to make it totally organic. Wow! So wow. it's not it's not an easy quest. No kidding. But so, we're chewing on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you said 
I'm sorry, I started a distillery and that was difficult, so might yeah. as well make it worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> find it all the way. Yeah. yeah. So, well, why did you choose um, distilling so many aquavits? We, we were down there distilling um, today, and there's what six? Yeah, six on the shelf right now. We got uh, we have three that we've pulled that we didn't like that much. Hmm. They were still good, and we got two more in barrels right now, and third one's being developed. Uh, so that makes nine or ten uh, actually that we're keeping. Uh, but the Aquavit, uh, my uh, son-in-law is a Norwegian heritage, and Tim said, hey, let's make some Aquavit. And I said, okay, good. What's that? And uh, we started doing it, and uh, a lot of Scandinavian folks in the Northwest. Yeah. So Aquavit is a very popular drink, and right now we offer one of the biggest selections of Aquavits obtainable uh, yeah. this way. Uh, yeah. There's one other distiller in Seattle that we actually work Lexi. with. Them. Lexi. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We work with her a lot. Ballard. Ballard, yeah. Old yeah. Ballard. And uh, she's real sweet. And we work yeah. with her she's and we interchange a lot of energy. And uh, <laughs> so we said, oh, let's go with Aquavit as a big line. So if you had to pick one out of that, out of the lineup, out of what, the 10 of them, mm -hmm. which one would you say is your, your right favorite? Right now, the uh, uh, brown bear. Okay. It's our latest one. Uh, it's a caraway. It has to be caraway in order to be aquafit, but a caraway, light on the fennel, a little orange peel, a lemon peel. We do some cascade and lemon hops, wow. and then we age it in a used rye whiskey barrel, and uh, it comes wow. out really tasty. Uh, traditionally, you'd pair up an aquafit with a different course as you'd eat and drink all day. Uh, and uh, this is like your main course. That sounds like, like my kind of day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're doing yeah. That's here, right? You got yeah. Here? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll, yeah, have, we'll, we'll have to catch yeah. you afterwards and, the and taste that. I got brown beer and an old one and two old age ones. I brought three Aquavits today. Cool. So, so yeah. would you, like Aquavit is, actually until about, what, two years ago, I didn't even know that it existed. So what would your advice be to somebody who has never had it before? And, um, there's a lot of different ways to do it. The big, there's uh one company that pretty much bought up all the European distillers, uh, Linea, uh, and they they handle all, all the main European distilling of aquavits. But when you want to do an aquavit, uh, what you're looking for, it's kind of the, it's considered a Scandinavian whiskey because it is like their pop, most popular drink. Yeah. Uh, but you can do it cold, ice cold, uh, room temperature, warm, like out of a flask out of your pocket, depending on what you're meeting, uh, your uh, uh, you're pairing it up with. Yeah. Uh, generally, it's neat, eat, neat, eat. So, what so a fish or like? Oh, uh, fish would be like or... uh, I have one. Uh, we call our Oli, which is our flagship, uh, Oli Bierkable. Uh It is. Uh, Pronounce uh, it again. Bierkable. Bierkable. I saw that. <laughs> and, and I was like, I'm not going to try. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and I guarantee it, it's even wrong. <laughs> uh, it's a Norwegian uh, heritage, uh, but it is a unaged, and it's the uh, caraway, dill, fennel. Eight different botanicals in it. It's got like a triple gold and a best in show, and but it goes really good with pretty much any course. And we actually marinate salmon in it and toss it on the barbecue. Oh it comes out really good. The wow. dill pulls out the flavor of the meat. Oh, yeah. So Let's there's a lot that. of different things. I know uh, Aquavit was popular up until Prohibition. Then it just went dead, mm -hmm. at least in the Americas. Okay. Uh, now it's starting to come back into vogue a little bit. So it's uh, pretty tasty. Uh, there are definitely some that are. Uh, that you, as long as it has caraway, you can do anything you want with it. Okay. So there's a and lot it kind of, of changes with the seasons too, right? And it changes yeah. with the season. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a seasonal and food pairing okay. type alcohol. Excellent. Now, you've got, a, um, you've got a couple of interesting stills. I noticed when we were there. You've got, well, I like how you can change out the, uh, the, the, columns. Columns. the columns on them. And, um, and then you've got a continuous still. Yes. And you're, I think you're the third. I mean, I know there's more. There's got to be. But you're like the third... Uh, uh, that we know of 
or craft distiller. Craft distiller yeah. that has one. Yeah, so. we built this ourselves. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, a continuous still, so you yeah. basically hook your fermentation tank up to it. Uh, there is no pot to it like a yeah. normal pot still would be, whatever design of pot still you want. Uh, but it will, uh, you flow in your uh, mash and uh, it will break out the heads, tails, and hearts simultaneously. Uh, we designed it ourselves, built it ourselves. Uh, we're working on patents on it because it is a one of a kind. Uh, I've got it so it's computer assisted. Uh, you load a program and it mm. theoretically should reproduce itself. <laughs> uh, but every, the nice thing about a batch is everyone's a little different. Okay. But uh, it will give us, and it's, uh, it's more of a, a stripping still. It's your, uh, it make your high wine. So okay. to get rid of a lot of the solids, a lot of the, because right out of a mash uh, is usually a lot of, a lot of um, hard material. Okay. So if you go directly into a still, you got to clean the still really well. Uh -huh. It's a pain in the butt. Okay. Uh, so if you can take it through a preliminary still to get it down to a 40, 60 uh, proof and then into your good still. Uh, it's it adds as a distillation step, so you have multiple so, distillations. So that's, that's how you use a continuation. That's how you would use a continuous. Now, right. they, depending on if if you start it, uh, if you feed it a high wine, meaning it's already been distilled once or twice or whatever, mm. uh, then you'll split out. Uh, uh, the hearts will be even better because it's basically a reflux style column, and that's a column that uh, uh, is filled full of either copper or uh, ceramic or something, so it separates out as the alcohol vapors rise. Uh, the heavy molecules condense, so it gets higher proof and cleaner as it climbs the column. Yeah. And that's all adjustable by how you stuff it full of whatever. It can oh. be an empty column, so or, or stuff full, versus a plate style, which you can open and shut plates, yeah. and then that acts yeah. as a single distillation. When we, and we took a picture of it, we'll have to share that with everybody, but it looks more like something you'd see underneath a car. Than, yeah, than, yeah. Than, a, than any other still yeah, we've right, seen. Right now, the main column's off of it because we're uh, we went we're going to a much larger diameter so we can get a higher flow out of it. So yeah. it's in it's back in my shop. I have a full shop back yeah. home, and we're doing a bunch of welding on it. So yeah. it's just kind of sitting there holding down the floor tiles. Cool. Whenever I hear continuous still, like the you know all the guys who are using traditional pot stills kind of uh, well they talk shit about it because you don't have the clean cuts that you can get. So I think that that's, that's an interesting, or at least that's what they say. Right, so, right. so that's where we were wanting to pick yeah, your mind a little. Yeah, there's so, a lot of control to it. Yeah. So I mean, that, like that makes sense. That I mean, if if you you are building the software right. for it or the or the you know the electronics. Yeah, the electronics is a, a lot of temperature control, uh, a lot of heating and cooling, mm -hmm. and it's still basically a simple column still, but a lot more going on as far mm -hmm. as how those vapors are controlled. It sounds like you're the perfect person to do that if you were dealing with uh, semiconductors. Yeah, and yeah. And Tim, he's got the experience too, so he okay. it uh, comes even more natural to him, uh, the mechanics of it uh, and the programming of it. Uh, I can. That's why you're the intern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's distributing? Is that we're you know based up north of Seattle, mm -hmm. we're more familiar with that up there. How's it work down here for you guys? Uh, within Oregon, it's uh, the state controlled. Okay. So you basically take it to the warehouse mm -hmm. and then uh, foot hoof it to a liquor store or restaurant say, hey, carry our stuff. And if they want it, they'll order it from the warehouse. So okay. it's, a, it's a prohibition type uh, distribution. And we just got our permits and everything to start distributing in Washington. So I'm okay. actually starting to hit Excellent. up places. Uh, we're going to be up in uh, the Seattle area, okay. uh, down Vancouver way. I've been talking to a couple of places. But yeah, di marketing distribution is tough. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there's so many small distillers and wineries and everything else. Yeah. Uh, you, the, there's a saturation point. 
it's still got a ways to go, but it's still yeah. working with uh, distributors. Uh, they have their own mindsets, and uh, if you're not one of the big five that own the top 500 <laughs> labels, then they generally don't even bother to talk to you. Well, that's why we're, we're trying to get the word out that there's really good stuff that oh, you yeah. can buy that's yeah. from the corner, you know? Like, yeah, awesome, <laughs> you know? really good stuff. Yeah. There's some, some things down here at, the, at Toast that yeah. uh, some of these guys make some really nice things. Yeah, definitely. That's why events like this are so exciting. Like, actually, we ran into people at your tasting room, and we were like, uh, they, they heard you're going to toast and like, well, what is that? We're like, actually, you should go because like you like, I mean, they really loved your moonshine right? oh, okay. or, your, or your white dog. And right. I was like, well, what's really awesome is being in the same room with other ones, and you yeah. can go over and, and, and compare. Right. And See the and, ways of doing and that. they may end up leaving at you know at best they're leaving with two bottles, <laughs> one from both, or or it's it's really a way that you can have a an honest shootout yeah. with everybody. Oh yeah, and we encourage you know going over. Hey, you should go check out you know Joe's. Yeah. He's, he makes some really nice stuff if you're after that particular type of gym. Yeah. Go see him. Yeah. Right on. When there's some guy who has never tasted like a craft spirit, I guess what would your argument be for them for like why they should try a craft spirit? The big companies usually have their refined process and it's going to be the same thing every time. Uh, you go to a craft, uh, a craft person and they still may, may make a gin, but they want to put a little more lavender in. So you change, change the profile, or you want to, they want to throw it in an oak barrel uh, versus a used oak barrel versus a used rye whiskey barrel. Uh, and it, it adds that ability of the craft spirit to give you a lot of different choices and flavors of what you can come up with. And those profiles allow you to uh, uh, change the event that you're drinking mm -hmm. to, yeah. you know, whether it's an evening at home, whether it's a big dinner, whether or not your whole family's there. Uh, it gives you that choice. So, you know, I, I know I, we have people that come in and, oh, I make moonshine. It's like, fine. What do you make it out of corn? Well, so does, you know, it's been that way for 400 yeah. years. Why don't yeah. you try something different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you can make it, make, uh, you can make spirits pretty much out of anything that ferments. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of things that ferment, you don't want to drink because it tastes like crap. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, most we, things. We ran into a distiller who um, actually tried, uh, Grass clippings. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. He said it made it made it made ethanol. Oh, yeah. But exactly. it, did, it tasted, tasted about like, as good as you would have thought. Yep. Yeah. It's like grass clippings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can uh, pretty much anything that ferments will give you an alcohol. Uh, it's just got to make sure you get the right flavors. And if you do it right, you don't have to worry about the methanol and the acetone that mm -hmm. comes out at the first part of the distillation. Yeah. Which does happen. You know, it does come out. You you distinctly smell mm. the rank. Dude. Alcohol that comes out at first, yeah, and it's not good for you. So we clean, <laughs> yeah. and we clean our sewer lines quite well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll ask you about your uh, labels too. Uh, do you, did you guys design those? Uh, originally, those? the first uh, the vodka and the gin were uh, by a graphic artist down in uh, uh, Salem, a uh, real excellent guy. Uh, uh, now I don't know if you can say it, but now now uh, uh, he he does a good job. But then. Uh, since then, we've been designing our own. Oh, right on. Uh, the uh, habanero pepper, which is my latest one. I've got a bunch, I'm going to do a pepper line. Uh, right now, we do it. We print it ourselves, but uh, it's one that's going to go to the professional printer. It's going to mm. colors are going to pop yeah. out. Uh, it's going to be a lot uh, much nicer, and it's something I can make a lot of because I'm doing like a habanero where I can control the capsaicin level, so I can make it 
nice and mild so it's not hot at all or it can pop your eyeballs out. So, <laughs> Back up uh, OC spray, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, that what goes down the drain really cleans the <laughs> yeah. lines out because I have to be in respirator gear and uh, it's pretty wow. pretty tough stuff. You know, it's pepper, it's pepper spray. It's the bear spray. Man. So I'm thinking I'm, I'll make a line of it too. There so, you go. I mean, from a bearded guy to a bearded guy, yeah. how do you get that respirator to seal? I don't. I just, <laughs> you're just, just crying the whole time. Oh, I've been on the ground crying, coke, choking, gagging many oh. times. But my threshold is just like anything is gone up. Where I can be like, oh yeah, it doesn't bother me, and everybody else is like screaming, running out of the building. Yeah. I got fans blowing, and you know, exhaust going on. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, uh, back at the shop. But we use positive pressure, so we're always under you know blown out but there it's yeah. just like okay i'll put a mask on just to make you happy yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise i hold my breath for an extremely long time <laughs> yeah. i think that's it all right yeah.